Welcome back, everybody, to me. After one and a half years of break, we're finally back. A lot of things have happened. And now I'm here to talk about a very special topic. We're going to talk about how to become a digital nomad. And I'm here with my very special friend, Jess. Welcome, Jess. Thank you, Lily, <laughs> for having me on your podcast. So glad you're here. We have been receiving tons of messages mm -hmm. in the last weeks and months, no? Yeah. People reaching out to us on all kinds of platforms, uh, acquaintances, friends that were asking us, how do you do it? How do you travel the world yeah. and still make a living out of it, no? Mm -hmm. And um, Jess and I met last year in Bali, actually, where we kind of yeah started this beautiful friendship of ours. Jess is a digital nomad just like me. She's from Okinawa, Japan, which is a tiny, beautiful island um, of Japan close to Taiwan. The Hawaii of Japan, as they call it, <laughs> which I think is true, no? Yeah, that is pretty accurate, I think. <laughs> And yeah, I think we can just kind of share our experiences today with you on how we became a digital nomad and what actually are the challenges, the benefits of it, and, you know, things you have to take into consideration if you decide to become a digital nomad. So um, I'd say we start diving in right away with the question, Jess, mm -hmm. how do you become a digital nomad and how was your journey? Yeah, um, of course, there are so many ways. Uh, for me, I was mainly working in the hospitality and tourism industry at the beginning. Um, I was traveling a lot through the last five to seven years, um, working at one hotel, quitting after six months to a year, going to another country, and just repeating it all the time. And especially with this COVID, um, yeah, our industry was pretty much wiped. I lost my job. And then I kind of, um, yeah, I thought like digital nomad or like, you know, living abroad, working with the online sounds amazing. And I knew there were so many people doing that in Bali. Mm -hmm. And I thought it's a cheap place. It's a great place to start off. So I just, yeah, pretty much packed my bags, moved to Bali. And for the first six months, I did not have a job. I was pretty much desperate to find something online. Um, I was reaching out to a lot of remote work, like, you know, job postings and stuff. Online or where did you? Yeah, yeah, online. Like yeah. Regular job boards, I guess. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them required that you be in the country, that you cannot be anywhere in the country. So that kind of wiped out my option. And then I do have a degree in marketing. So I kind of knew I wanted to do more like digital marketing or something marketing related. Um, so yeah, I was just Googling a lot of uh, digital marketing companies or agencies and literally just like writing an email to them asking if they have any available positions, uh, any internships, like literally anything. Um, and yeah, just I was lucky enough that one uh, digital marketing agency in Japan replied back mm -hmm. and they kind of gave me like a small task to see like what can I do or if I'm a good fit for their agency. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty much just freelancing. And what kind of job are you doing right now? Uh, it's mostly SEO, which stands for search engine optimization. Um, my agency specialize for international companies uh, coming into Japan. Mm -hmm. So my niche is like specialty in the Japan marketing side, I guess. But yeah, that's kind of how it all started. I know there's so many different ways, but like what was how 
like I know you didn't even know you're gonna be a digital nomad. <laughs> exactly. But what, what brought you here, Lily? Yeah. So after my master's degree, I have a background in entrepreneurship and business development. I decided to kind of go to Bali, move there because I started freelancing on the side during my master's. Um, as I was also in desperate need of money, I think that was our mutual motivation. Yeah. <laughs> always, <laughs> always. And I started um, playing customer service and I supported startups in the Netherlands and through mouth to mouth propaganda, they kind of recommended me to other startups that I was able to work for. So I really started with basic tasks, but of course it helped to have a degree in uh, business in order to kind of know which, you know, um, in which industry I want to work in and what kind of jobs I'm able to actually offer, right? So I started moving to Bali where Jess and I met and I saw this world of digital nomads and I was like, wow, they're living their best life. And I always thought I'm actually going back to Europe once I uh, find a stable job back uh, in Germany, maybe. And then I decided to just keep on traveling because I realized there's so much beauty of living abroad meeting people everywhere and being able to work remotely, right? So, um, yeah, coming back to also question that we got, do you need a degree? I think it really helps to have a degree, but you don't need it. Like, there's so many ways to get educated nowadays. You can, like, what are the options that you know of? Um, yeah, like, I'm more in the marketing area, but there is a lot of, so, especially traditional marketing we use a lot of google analytics google search console stuff like that yeah those google do offer certifications online so i think some i don't know if it's still called google garage um it used to be yeah but there are so many free online courses you can just like watch like youtube videos or like videos that google offers take a test and yeah so also me like it kind of did help that i had a degree but it's the, not required. Yeah, it's not required, and you can always start something new. So definitely learn. You can definitely learn online everything. Yeah. And what you want to work in, I guess. And I think we also saw that there's so many digital nomads that have a different degree, mm-hmm. but they're doing the craziest jobs yeah. now. Like guys, yeah. you can become a digital nomad for literally everything on this yeah, planet, right? Yeah. And I think um, also I can recommend, for example, HubSpot if you want to go more into business uh, mm-hmm. or sales uh, because sales is still something that uh, is not offered in a freelancing option or um, remotely, let's mm-hmm. say. So it's really a niche as well yeah. um, to start off or LinkedIn learning, you know, mm-hmm. the basics start by, yeah, like just learning some skills and then go into several platforms mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to discuss now yeah um where you can actually offer these services mm-hmm. and so, yeah i think like we kind of started off where there wasn't that much remote jobs available but now especially with covid there's a lot more companies offering remote jobs and there's a lot more platforms that is requiring freelance work yeah um so if you were to say to a new person that wants to start what platforms would you recommend i would definitely recommend fiverr oh yeah okay because fiverr is um i go to yeah uh, platform it's amazing like you can just start creating your own gigs mm-hmm. kind of with the services that you offer it's very easy simple um you can look up 
all the jobs that they offer on Fiverr and see what other freelancers, digital nomads um, kind of sell and then dig into that and see what do I like, where do I want to become an expert in, and kind of just create a portfolio mm -hmm. of services. And the more small works you do, especially in the beginning, it's usually very small gigs with a small amount of money that you are able to charge mm -hmm. because there's a lot of uh, yeah supply on the markets. The more jobs you do, the better your rating becomes, um, the better the algorithm, people find you easier, you can charge more money. So it's very a great platform to build up your mm -hmm. career, let's say. Yeah. And Upwork as well works yeah. quite well. Upwork, freelancer.com or something. Yeah. I've actually never really used any of these. Um, but I know there's a lot depending on the country as well. Like in Japan, there's Cloudworks, yeah. which also my agency um, recruits a lot of freelancers from there. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so much platforms. But also like these platforms, I think you need to build your portfolio. That's the most important thing. You cannot just go on there and expect to charge $50 per hour exactly. or something like that. You'll start low, like maybe like 10, maybe like $5 per hour or something like that. And I think it's important to start off low, but build your portfolio so that you can charge more and more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think also um, check out LinkedIn. LinkedIn is going to be your best friend. There's so many uh, digital jobs out there oh, for really? freelancers. It's insane. And especially now I get recruited a lot by people that are especially uh like targeting freelancers for their clients so mm. there is a need for freelancers because a freelancer basically just works project by project mm -hmm. so it's very easy for a company to just hire one mm -hmm. you know and it's also great for you because you can work for this one project or maybe several if the um, relationship is going well. Mm -hmm. And then you just change again and you work with different people. So there is a big market out there. And I think it's a great time to start right now because mm -hmm. especially after COVID, companies have realized how valuable it is to mm -hmm. also hire freelancers, digital nomads that can work um just for a project or take over smaller tasks you know? that's so true yeah but also like one of the most questions the salary yes <laughs> let's talk about money yeah because i think it's a lot of small projects um it's not a stable income at all no like yeah you were for me i work on an hourly wage yeah so as the more i work the more salary or you know the more money i get it's also really hard to find the balance, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, but like, how about you? How does your, how do you get money? <laughs> <laughs> how do I get money? Well, I think it's very important to say at this point that it took me months mm. to be able to live from that money. In the beginning, it was just a couple of hundred bucks that, you know, would never um, actually yeah, like provide pocket money. Or, yeah, yeah, pocket money. <laughs> um, but because I was diversifying my portfolio of skills, I used different platforms. I was reaching out to agencies, cons uh, you know, consultancies, whatever I could find where they needed a freelancer. Mm -hmm. I kind of um, created a more stable income, but little disclaimer, it's still not stable. It could be that month, one month is going very well, whereas the other, I'm barely making any money because I don't have any requests, mm, right, from potential clients. Yeah. And I think this is something that you need to uh, take into consideration that when you start off, don't expect to have 
first of all a stable income yeah. and second of all a lot of income it's yeah. and just not happening usually yeah. right yeah but i guess like we talked before but how we can travel is that we don't have a like a stable life as well <laughs> yes <laughs> like if we want a house if we want a car if we want a stable like gym membership or this membership at a, at your local hometown or something that would cause like most of your salary exactly but for us like we have nothing of that we cut everything of what is it the stable income the fixed fixed cost yeah, yeah exactly yeah i think it's very important to say and to mention here that um a lot of people believe that we make a lot of money you know because you need a lot of money to travel traveling is expensive yes it is expensive but it depends where you're traveling to and especially if you think about your rent um and all the things that um just just mentioned that add up to your fixed costs if you cut all of them you're gonna have a great amount of money that you can actually spend on living abroad mm -hmm. and i think if you decide to go for example to asia um bali like we did thailand mexico these these very um digital nomad kind of places friendly places yeah, yeah friendly a low, places. low cost of living exactly you're mm -hmm. gonna have a low cost of living the um food situation is very affordable you're gonna be able to really pay for all of that and mm -hmm. still be able to travel um to the places where you want to go right yeah. what do you think about that yeah i think so like digital nomad it kind of sounds like you're all over the place and i think that's the beauty of it um we get to work with kind of a better income at yeah. a, uh, what do you say like a low-cost country yeah which is really great but also i know like uh, remote jobs a lot of people are looking for them um being able to work from home like especially my age a lot of people are having kids getting married and they just want to work from home so be they can you know uh kind of be able to have time with their children yeah and that's also great but yeah if you already have a high cost of living you have a high rent um yeah working remotely or working as a freelancer will not be stable you know like yeah, of course it's possible it but yeah exactly so yeah it's great but also you kind of really have to choose what you want in your life or like what is important i agree i guess that's my point maybe yeah <laughs> and i think also um there's a lot of benefits and challenges mm -hmm. that digital nomads are facing. And I think it's very important to point that out because a lot of people just think we're living the best life, which we do, yeah, you know, yeah. we do, yeah. but there's also a lot of challenges that come with, um, yeah, being a digital nomad. So maybe we can start with some benefits and then go over to challenges that we're currently facing. Mm -hmm. So let's start with some benefits, uh, Jess, benefits definitely the freedom yes like for me before i was just working at one company quitting what working quitting and you know that just is not really good for your resume at all yeah um but working uh, online or working freelance i can still build up my career yeah and it, the place doesn't matter so that's one great benefit i get from that um another benefit is just yeah just the freedom um freedom of working anywhere anytime um, that is also another challenge, but yeah, the benefit is really there. I think also the friendships, no? Yeah, that's so true. 
yeah if you want to see a friend literally you can just fly and then stay at that person's house yeah exactly <laughs> and i think also creating for me personally it's like creating friendships yeah like the people that we met during the last year yeah or years is insane the people are from mm -hmm. anywhere you uh, build up amazing friendships mm -hmm. friendships for life and it's crazy especially in our bali friends group um which consists of like let's say 10 girls from all over the world all over yeah yeah That's we make so such fun. an effort yeah. like to really be together to see each other yeah. in this world and just came to europe now to see me and we just traveled through spain for two months mm -hmm. before we leave europe again and it's just amazing to see that no mm -hmm. and i think also what i experienced with a lot of my friends um they feel so stuck in their job they feel like it's this nine to five thing no you never get home mm -hmm. before six or seven there's not so much flexibility and i think this is really the beauty of it you decide every day what you want to do mm -hmm. and how you're going to do it yes if you need to travel you travel if you need to finish up a project you do that but there's just so much flexibility freedom mm -hmm. of choice and i think that's really the biggest benefit for me i feel like i'm really living every day mm -hmm. because i'm not living for work i'm actually living for my traveling wow that's really amazing yeah and i think um yeah let's let's also move to some challenges yeah because I think that's very important to point out here. Yes, it's not all glamour and everything. No. <laughs> yeah, for me, like what I struggle a lot or literally on a daily basis mm -hmm. is getting the motivation to mm. work or because you have all this freedom, you don't have to work. It's your choice. And especially for me, I do have deadlines and I do get paid on a hourly. So I need to work to get the money. Um, but yeah, it's, sometimes it's really hard and especially since you're working by yourself, um, yeah, you have to find the time, you have to find good Wi-Fi, and you have yeah. to find a place to work, you know, that sometimes is really hard, um, and yeah, challenging, no? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it's really the motivation that you were just talking about, but mm -hmm. I think also, in terms of you're changing your environment all the time yeah so there's no stability in life mm -hmm. usually you need to create that stability within yourself because if you travel a lot you need to build up a home again and again and again and sometimes i experienced that i was in this uh, hotel or guest house where i was living and i looked around and i was just thinking oh my god nothing here belongs to me only this one suitcase massive to massive suitcase, massive suitcase <laughs> yeah and that's it i yeah. don't have anything that belongs to me yeah i don't have family around mm -hmm. i have these amazing friends but i've only known them for a couple of weeks maybe yeah. and i know i'm leaving next month again mm -hmm. am i gonna see them again so it's so hard to build up this life for yourself yeah. also community i think that's really important community yeah. yes because basically you need to always uh try to build up a new community wherever you go and mm -hmm. it's so draining sometimes it is yeah. and i think also something that i want to say is that um yes it does mess your or mess up your mental health sometimes it's not always the best you know we all struggle with mental health and i think it's very normal yeah that we have struggles in life and i really want to point that out as a freelancer that i have times where i feel very bad because i don't have the stability around me in this community and i feel so lonely 
and mm-hmm. I always wonder is this the life for me is this mm-hmm. what I want to do but I always come back to the place where I'm like yes this is what I want to do because it fulfills me in this very moment mm-hmm. and I'm still young and I still want to experience this now whereas maybe later I want to settle down so do not forget that even though we're living this gorgeous life in beautiful places all over the world we still struggle with mental health we still struggle with finding friends Mm -hmm. finding a place to live feeling like home creating a home Mm -hmm. for a short time and really kind of settling down so i'd say that's another big challenge of mine and of course the salary sometimes yeah yeah I think, yeah, for me, I'm trying to, right now, for me, I'm trying to find the balance of stability and work, Yeah. like still living from a foreign country, but try at least have a, a lease for an apartment. I guess yes. that's such a big commitment for me, but yeah. we struggle with commitment <laughs> yes, sometimes, yes, yes. <laughs> but I think yeah. you're right. I think um, that's also one of the things that we try to do. And also as a tip, I think mm-hmm. it's a good tip to say, if you want to become a digital nomad, try to find a place where you want to sell down just for a little bit longer yeah because i think it adds up to your stress level if you keep on moving around and we've just seen uh, based on bali and thailand etc australia wherever it was in Mm -hmm. this world that you feel so much better within yourself if you stay in a place for just a bit longer yeah or to just be open to stay if you like it Mm -hmm. because it creates this community right yes yes and you don't have to move around so much so i'd say that's a that's a good tip no i think so too to start out yeah also like it really helped me on this trip throughout spain for the last two months because we also work uh, both work yeah um we were able to find the time to work um like for instance if you're traveling around with a friend that is just on vacation um that person yeah it's gonna be hard for you to find the time to work that yeah. you want to work you know without feeling bad exactly exactly <laughs> but staying in a place longer having more time to explore having time to find the time to work i guess yes <laughs> because that's the hard thing yeah you have uh freedom of choice every day so yeah. sometimes of course if you don't have the motivation you're not gonna work yeah you're just yeah. gonna enjoy I the place so bad. i feel so bad but you're still thinking of work so yes, that's also that's really, the really worst. draining that's so true yeah and what other tips um, do you have, like in terms of maybe also a visa or mm-hmm. the place to go? Where can you go as a digital nomad? Yeah, that's a really good question. But like for me, I was working a lot on the working holiday visa. Um, I was lucky enough, like put the Japanese citizen, there's a lot of countries you can choose from. Um, that is until the age of 30, I think, for most countries. Yeah. Um, but now there's this thing called additional nomad visa. That Amazing. Is, yes. And it's opening up in so many countries now. Um, I know there's at least 40 countries right now. And all the country has different requirements. But some countries you can stay up to five years. You can even take your spouse or kids. So there's a lot of amazing opportunities. So yeah, also with that digital nomad visa, I feel like I'm never gonna be able to settle down somewhere you know (laughs) it's so easy to just move exactly and i think that also kind of answers the questions okay how do you actually stay in a place right Mm -hmm. if you might not have the right passport to stay um these digital nomad visas are the perfect solution because you're going to be able to stay at a place without thinking about okay how do i stay do i need a special visa 
Um, do I need to get a renewal if I want to stay longer? So this really, yeah, opens up this new world mm -hmm. of making traveling to a new place quite, you know, yeah, affordable, convenient, convenient. Yeah. and affordable because yeah. it really reduces your costs as well. Yeah, because I think traveling like the flight tickets are the most expensive thing. Yeah. Once you're in that country, you don't spend as much. Yeah, and yeah. especially the digital nomad visas are quite affordable. So yeah, you pay I once so. and I think you're good. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, and I think um, also in terms of where to go, there's a lot of communities out there mm -hmm. um, that are especially designed for digital nomads. We were just mentioning a couple like Indonesia, Bali, especially mm -hmm. Thailand is a great place, Mexico, Europe. There's a lot of options now. So uh, kind of Google the places. There's also a lot of platforms mm -hmm. that rate these different uh, places in terms of like safety, community, restaurants, cafes, Wi-Fi speed. Wi speed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And all these things that are quite important for you to work in a nice environment. Yes. Um, and also yeah. talking about groups, like there's a lot of groups on Facebook. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like, for instance, we're girls traveling. There's a lot of like girls in Bali, girls in Spain, yeah. girls uh, in Australia, yeah, or like freelancers in Bali. Or, yeah. Like literally every country they'll have all these Facebook facebook groups yeah um some of those also post jobs opening or like people that need help with freelance um and also it's a good way to make community like even in bali like we made so many friends through facebook and bumble bff yeah, bumble and... for best friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think that wraps it up quite well what are your next plans now jess where are you heading to so I will be living in Spain for a year, trying out this settling down a little bit thing. <laughs> but just a little bit. Just a little bit, one year commitment. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll be in the south of Spain. Um, there's a great digital nomad community there. There's amazing co-working places. Um, they have a lot of activities in this co-working. Mm. So everybody's so friendly. It's a great, it's a really great community. I love it. Um, yeah, the living cost is a little bit probably higher than other places, but it's still manageable because um, I want this stability a little bit in my life. But yeah, after that one year, I'm still open to different places. I have no idea. Maybe Australia, maybe another European country. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think that's my plan. And for you, Lily, I, okay, yeah, I do have one question. Yes, tell I me. know that you might settle down for a company soon. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But, like, would you, what is your plans for still traveling or still with your freelancer job? Or what would you want to do for that? Yeah, um, that's, I think, something that I'm going through right now in terms of discovery and how I picture my life for the next months. For now, I'm going to Mexico in January. Yes. <laughs> Um, great community for digital nomads as well. Mm -hmm. I will travel down a bit for seeing the countries that I haven't traveled to yet because I was living in South America before. And I am actually in process of, yeah, I'm starting a job at a company. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm but actually a saying startup, this. A startup, a, a startup, a tech company. Yes, and um, it's hard for me to say because I am a bit scared of going back into a routine mm -hmm. and having this nine to five job. Um, but that's why I chose a startup to work for because I really need this, you know, kind of messy environment yeah, that yeah. I have right now. 
But um, nonetheless, depending if I will take the job or if I'm going to start there or not, I really want to continue with my freelancing on the site because it gives me great freedom. Mm -hmm. And I always have the chance to come back to that. Besides mm -hmm. the freelancing, I kind of also own a consultancy right now. I do a lot of projects towards um, female negotiations yeah. and empowering women. And this is something that I do not want to give up and mm -hmm. really build up over the next years. Yeah, so amazing. it's like it's yours, you know, it's yours to build up and your, yes. yeah, your own and thing. And it gives me stability again, mm -hmm. you know, find purpose with the work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Find something that you're passionate about. It's going to make it so much easier and you can just build up this great career while mm -hmm. traveling. And I think um, even if I start a full time job, I will continue that. So one day. I can come back to it and travel the world again. So I think once you become to start or once you start becoming a digital nomad, it's hard to go back. It's right? quite addictive, I guess. <laughs> it's so yeah. addictive. It's like a drug, really, <laughs> because you just taste freedom and yeah. you meet these amazing people around the world and you see amazing places, obviously. Yeah. And there's so much opportunity out there. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, I think it takes courage um but also like you don't have to quit your job right now you know you can yeah. start building up to your portfolio you can start building up your knowledge or your niche that you want to you want to specialize or what your strength is i agree and yeah i think that's the beauty of it i agree yeah and i think um yeah kind of start googling a lot of things um start researching on these freelancing platforms mm -hmm. what is something that you would like to do mm -hmm. maybe you can take the skill set of the work that you're currently um, That's so true. Yeah, working for yeah. Uh, or even ask your employer to you know work remotely mm -hmm. with that job and kind of build up this portfolio that just just mentioned and i think um this is the way to go so yeah thank you so much for being here jess it was yes. a pleasure i hope we were able to give you all the answers